1: Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wrapping up hour one of On the Block, Austin Norman and Eric Strickland with you here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com worldwide on the app for your phone. It's free, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Um, Strick, a couple questions from the text line. Uh, first, Bubba asks, uh, "Do you guys know if you can bring uh, if I can bring my five-year-old son to see you guys at Warhorse Night? Probably not. Uh, I think it's twenty-one and up. So, Bubba, please come in, say hi. But I think that it is a uh, you know the rules still apply, right? Twenty-one and up at Warhorse. The other question, Strick, from Notorious Bib. He asks, "Do you think the Colorado job is just a stepping stone for Dion Sanders to someday return to Florida State as its head coach?"
2: If you're on the stream, you can see my face. I I do believe if Florida State does open up, um, I think that would be the case. Now, here here's here's why I say that. Um, Colorado had trouble finding the money to even get Dion to come initially, Mm -hmm. right? So so here's the thing. Yes, they probably can get it. Yes, they could probably find it. Yes. There's a lot of things that are trending upward. I'm sure their Jersey sales are going to another level. I'm sure their attendance, obviously, is going to go to another level. They're probably going to get some more TV games and they're going to be moving. So they're going to get a bigger portion of the, uh, of the cashola in that part. Mm-hmm. So they're already trending upward in, in, in the money category. If they become another national name again, Will they have the money to re-up him or do him? So so I can see that if he becomes a household name in two to three years, I think his contract is five years, if if I'm correct. I think it's five. Mm -hmm. If in two to three years he becomes a household name and an opportunity opens up like that, I could see him doing it. I can't speak for the man, but I could see Mm -hmm. him doing it.
1: Dion himself even said he's not a Knoll. He graduated from a, an HBCU when he was asked about the, the Colorado TCU game. So I think that's something to keep in mind. But th- that's interesting. But I think the real question too, Strick, is what would it take for Florida State to fire Norvell? Would it be a Bo Pellini situation? Would they have to drop off to you know not go into bowl games? And then the flip side of that question is, how good would Dion have to be at Colorado for Florida State to hire him? If they're nine and three, ten and two, and better, but Dion's a six and six, eight and four type coach at Colorado, I don't know if that's enough for him to get that job to push them into national title contention.
2: Well, not 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 where they are right now, not being in the uh, Pac-12, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but being in the Big Twelve, if they could be a top two, top three team in the Big Twelve regularly and get close to, you know, breaking through in the game, obviously getting into the playoffs um, and making some noise in, in in the next few years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the landscape is changing, right? The playoffs is expanding. Conferences are shifting. So depending on how well he does in the shift, obviously if Norvell falls off the wagon this year, it it probably not going to happen. Even if they, they wouldn't do it they're going to want to see i want to i I would say they're going to want to see for at least a track record of about three years minimum but this trend like Mm -hmm. even if it's hyper hyper hyperbolic Mm -hmm. in the the trend upwards they, they they would look at it possibly then
1: speaking of changing landscape tj hawkinson changing the landscape of tight end contracts. He signs an extension or is set to sign an extension. Uh, four years, $68.5 million, making him the highest paid tight end on a per-year basis. He'll be making $17.125 million per year, but also $42.5 million of that is guaranteed. TJ Hawkinson was really good, averaged about six catches and 52 yards per game with a handful of touchdowns. Uh, for Minnesota after his trade from Detroit last year but he's not Travis Kelsey he's not George Kittle he's not Mark Andrews good for TJ Hawkinson's agent he got this done
2: there's no question about it uh being the former number eight eight, uh, pick in 2019 his numbers don't jump out or leap out at you 246 receptions uh 2,587 yards and 18 touchdowns over 57 games now um those numbers in itself rank him fifth among tight ends now mm-hmm. it ranks him fifth sixth and seventh so over the past four seasons um that's what it looks like for his his number production right so for him to land the largest deal he made pro bowl to me pro bowl doesn't mean mean the same thing as it did in the past right for sure um I don't think it has it carries the same weight. So if I'm a if I'm a team or an agent, I'm not necessarily looking at the fact that you made the Pro Bowl mm-hmm. and says anything. You know what I mean? But but um here's the thing. Um Minsa, the uh the general manager Minsa as well as Coach O'Connell, this is their first big opportunity to move the needle on contracts. This is really their first contract that's that's mm-hmm. that's popped up. Right. So here's the thing. There's another one coming, though.
1: Maybe there's triple times as big one.
2: (laughs) There's one on the way. So what happens is they pass on Dalvin Cook. Now, the passing on Dalvin Cook to me comes from the fact that Zeke Elliott, I think, killed the running back money because Mm. it just you, you begin to see that the value just wasn't carrying the same. So they weren't going to exhaust their money into the running back because it's going to hinder other areas of their team. That means you're going to have to draft extremely well. They, they Moving on from them, they end up drafting Jordan Addison, number 23, this year. They're hoping that that could be a nice person could, and I think he might, uh, end up with the biggest salary in NFL history because just just from this alone, if I'm an agent I go in and sit down with somebody uh you know with with the organization, one of the things that I was first going to be out of my mouth he set the nFL record for most receiving yards uh in uh, as a player in his first three seasons at forty eight hundred uh at twenty five yards well what else what what else would he say <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. he, he's he's that guy you you've got him
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know what i mean somebody's going to get him if you don't I mean, that's the way I'm sitting down. I'm I'm sitting down like this. What you want to do? I mean, what else do I need to say? Nothing. I'm hardballing. I'm man, Boy, don't. Oof. Oof. If I was his agent, I'd be be going over to Mary Ellen's and eating some (laughs) uh, southern sweet heat right now. Which you can licking, licking my fingers.
1: Which you can do. It's open at twenty 29th, ninth, and Pine Lake here in Lincoln. <laughs> the, the last question for you for this hour before we dive really into Husker football: If you're Justin Jefferson and his agent, are you pushing to get that deal done this off season? He still has this year and next year left on his rookie deal. Are you trying to get it done now? or Are you trying to get it done next off season? If you're the Vikings, when do you want it done?
2: I think you want the salary cap to continue to trend up. Right, mm-hmm. that that's going to make for more money. I think you maybe wait next year. I don't. I don't think you do it. I think you would probably sell yourself short. I just think. Mm-hmm. I think te- TV revenues. I think everything's going to continue to get better. NFL is strong. Um, you know, their 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 books are strong right now, and it's only getting better. So I I, I wouldn't do it too early because then you're going to set the bar, and then somebody's definitely going to come behind you. Let the bar let the bar continue to tick and. And do so from that point on, Um, like you said, Kelsey could have taken the money. Kelsey probably would have been the guy. Mm -hmm. But Kelsey's thinking long term. Kelsey's thinking championships. Kelsey's thinking Tom Brady mindset. Um, Let 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 me forego some of this money. I can get it because you do see Kelsey on some commercials and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I'll get it some other place. You know what I mean? Because I want to win. So that's that's probably why he's not taking that money.
1: And he's still getting paid. You know, he's making eleven and a quarter million this year, twelve million next year, sixteen and a quarter in twenty twenty five before he's a free agent in twenty twenty six, with cap hits of fourteen eight, fifteen five, and nineteen eight. So Travis Kelsey's getting paid, just not, you know, number one money. Mm -hmm. So he's you know Tom Brady route, but still still good enough money. He's Eric Strickland, I'm Austin Norman. We promised it. We're starting pregame early. Uh, everyone else will be out at Warhorse in about an hour. I'll head there after the show. But we're diving into Husker football next here on the block. We're going to go game by game, give our final win loss predictions, maybe give you some, you know, leading rusher, leading receiver. Uh, leading tackler, stuff like that for the season for the Huskers. Drop your record predictions on the text line in the comment section, 402-464-5685, Clone Trooper and Cutter. Appreciate y'all watching on YouTube. For Strick, I'm Austin. Hour two on the block comes your way in just a few moments. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter
0: blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks.